3: Guess what
0: the hell was that? <laughs> that's that's the Wilhelm scream. That's the Wilhelm scream. You hear it. all. It's, ah! You hear that shit almost every movie, it was, especially when a dude's falling, almost all the time. It's some you random sound, the sound they created in the 19th. woods. What? Else?
4: You mean that's the sound that I hear whenever every time a white woman trips in the woods, for no reason, in a horror movie? <laughs>
0: That's a good one. <laughs> well, yo, this is Mario Ultra Evil, and I might change that name because whenever I get into a debate, that's one of the first things I get targeted on is my name because I must really be evil, you know. And They don't know your name, my... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they actually take it seriously, Look, evil, ultra evil. I guess he must really be evil then. I mean, how can you proudly call yourself evil and stuff? I'm like, what evil villain announces himself as being ultra evil? It's just a gag, asshole. Every single,
4: every single villain in the James Bond movies does.
0: <laughs> apparently so, apparently so. Oh <laughs> uh, man, we got a uh, we got a pretty good cool oh, you didn't introduce yourself, man? Huh? I didn't do what? You didn't introduce yourself.
4: Oh, oh, look at me, I already think they know me. Hi everyone, it's Em Um So glad you could join us for today's show and for all the lurkers that usually um listen but don't call, call tonight. We wanna to hear what you think of the shows that we're discussing, and we want to hear what your favorite shows are, too. We're going to be discussing some current ones. We're going to be discussing some really, really old ones. And um, just let us know what you think of what's currently on TV. We'd like a fresh, non-religiously um, laced perspective. Thank you.
0: <laughs> dig it. Dig it. We, you know, this is a nice, cool, light-hearted, easy-going show. Um, and because we like to do a little variety of stuff, and I am a bit of a geek and stuff, so, yeah, I'm a uh, I'm going to flaunt that proudly. I don't care who uh, – I just revoked my black card. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um,
4: yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, there's so many. I really hope I get to all the things that I want to talk about because anyone who knows, me knows that I love three things with a huge passion, um, books, music, and television or movies. Um. So I could go on about this all day long um let's get right into it mario you want to go first
0: okay all right dig it i guess my my first uh, um my first show and you know um i kind of i really got into this show (laughs) i thought it was it, it was um it was quite it was quite original to me you know it just you know um the way that um, it held, the way it held things together, and we kind of talked about it before a little bit, but you know, this time we're going to talk a little bit more about the religious aspect and everything like that. And that's uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica. Now, Ooh. if we didn't really, you know, if you didn't know, Battlestar Galactica was became a sci-fi phenomenon, star, starring the great and awesome Edward James almost, and um. And a few other people. For those
4: but, who don't know, you know, that's Selena's dad. I'm just right, kidding you guys. Right, he right. played Selena's dad in the movie Selena.
0: <laughs> right. Then American Me and um he was also I think he was the, the, the uh the was he, the head or something like that of uh, detective Vi- I mean Miami Vice. Or something like
4: that. I don't and, remember. I really don't know. You know Miami Vice, man, that shit was just you know No it, i don't know it, about me. that life. You know what Man, it is? I don't it, think anyone who actually lives in Miami was into Miami Vice. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and um, the show went on. It, it went on for four seasons. Um, there are several offshoot offshoot movies, but the central idea because you got it seems like uh, uh, their their whole planetary system is based on I think it's the zodiac or something like that. And um, then you also had this, this underlying prophecy and mythos about a, uh, um, uh, um, an arrow pointing to a planet. And the planet is actually Earth, but they know it by a different different name because they're not actually on Earth. And then you – somebody referred to it as Mormons in space, which I find kind of hilarious. But um, um, you you got people seeing prophecies. You've got things – Going on, they resemble a lot of paganism, if you ask me. But um oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you know, um, the discussion, you know, about you know about it. I mean, because you know, you got people zoning out, and they're thinking, you know, that all these things have some type of greater importance, and that they're being commanded, they're being guided. You know, the same things that uh, 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 we hear uh, all the time. In modern day, you know, is that, you know, we're being uh, um, we being we're being uh, 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 commanded to do something. Um, I mean, they, they, they drew a parallel, but, but 12, parallel between the twelve colonies, which were named after the zodiac, and the twelve tribes of Israel, in search of a promised land. They're in search of a promised promised land. Yeah, you know. Um. <laughs> um.
4: And, I mean, let's not forget about the guy He's one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah. We see him the very first episode. He comes off as this epic douchebag. Excuse my language. Oh, yeah. He's kind of stuck on himself, a bit of a womanizer, um, and brilliant, truly brilliant, um, and and revels in the fact. And he is unknowingly in a relationship with the enemy of Cylon. He doesn't know it, though. And, you know, they tell him he's a prophet. And it turns out he really is a prophet. Um, and, you know, and later on in the show, you see him evolve in a huge way as a person. He really takes that title and that role seriously and actually starts to care about people other than, than himself. And then you see the president, who started off as a good character, but as the show progressed, you hated her more and more because she do these evil things in the name of the greater good. And how many religious people have we seen do exactly that?
0: Right, exactly, exactly. Um I mean they even even a lot of things they say are um are referenced, you know to something like um Indian or even sometimes sometimes Hebrew or Judaism and stuff this stuff that you probably wouldn't recognize unless you were really 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 into all that um mm-hmm. um I mean it, it I mean it became so much more than just a uh um, a uh, um a sci-fi show. That's one reason why it's so intriguing. I mean, even you have the Cylons. There are seven. Well, there's supposed to be seven mo- Cylon models. Was it seven? It was seven. I believe. Yeah, there were there were
4: seven, mm-hmm.
0: but there were there and were like
4: you, various copies of each of the models. And then there were sleeper right. agents who didn't know that they were Cylons.
0: Right. And so you You also have the idea of reincarnation and rebirth because Cylons, they die, they come back from a central. Uh, from a central database or whatever and um i mean it, it just it w- it was compelling in the way that it it just you know like um uh, um even the characters anastasia Douala, all right her she shares her first name with an early christian martyr saint anastasia
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: All right Lord last name is a village in Scotland where there's a chapel um in a secret location of the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. it's both, you know, reputed to be the secret location of the Holy Grail. Um, Sharon Valeri, an in incarnation of Cylon model number eight, shares her last name with the ancient Roman family, the Valeri, plural Valerius. Many of whose members are buried on the Saint Peter's Basilica. Um, her nickname is Boomer. Is a character of Mommy Dick. I don't know that is in them. Whoa, um, but um,
4: just look at guys. Dr. Gaius Valerius. Gaius is um the name of um Julius Caesar.
0: Right, right. And it, you know, dudes. I mean, dude. is Apollo.
4: Uh huh.
0: Not not his, but the other guy. Yeah.
4: Yep. Um, you have so many different things going on in um, Battlestar Galactica, so many so many references to historical right. figures, religious figures. The show was very, very well done, and, and it, it kind of came as a shock that a show that sci-fi produced could be that involved. And it kind of set the bar for them really high where it's like, okay, we can we can watch good shows on the sci-fi network. It's not just cheesy Saturday night flicks. And old um Soap operas, like, you know, um, dark shadows and stuff. So definitely, right. that, that one is definitely one to put on the list. Um, let's see. What is my first? Because I have a few on my list, actually. I think the first on my list would have to be Spartacus. Um, that show ended a few months ago after three seasons. Um the first season was actually my favorite Because we had the original Spartacus Andy Whitfield, the actor who played him Died of Hodgkin's lymphoma And he was replaced um, By the third season But um, the reason I love the show And why it's so hard to find anyone To discuss it with who isn't A freethinker or an atheist Is because of the loads Loads of sex and violence On the show oh, Glorious uh, sex and violence On the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, seriously, um, the show wasn't all th- that it was like it wasn't all sex and violence but I love that they didn't filter that out. These were very real aspects of the Roman Empire and enslavement under the Roman Empire. Um and you know, Spartacus was about the slave rebellion, the huge slave rebellion, um, um, from um from Roman slave owners um, around the time that the slave uh, Spartacus was popular. You know, he was... The Third,
0: uh, the third War Wars, if I remember correctly.
4: Third Servile Wars. And, you know, it's great because, it's, first of all, it, it shows that slavery existed long before the transatlantic slave trade. Um, and it also shows different methods of slavery. Christians love to quote the Bible. You know, every time an atheist says, hey, God can know slavery They're like well it was different back then and we see that it was very different um there are different forms of slavery it wasn't just picking cotton in the fields all day or picking it or planting indigo indigo in the fields all day it was also you know being in your master's house having to sleep with all his guests having to fly to the desk to earn your keys these were different but they sure as hell weren't better (laughs) right Um, right right um and you know we saw how very limited, how very limiting it was to be in that position of a slave, and um, how even the 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 most um, the servant with the most power and influence still was lower than the lowest free man, if you know their master decides you know, to get into one of their moods or change their mind. You really only have a right. your power only lasts as long as your master is alive and is in a good mood, is in a mood to give you that power. Um, right, and, it, really and great, they were you – know, uh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead.
0: You know, um, and, and they, they were really, really big on these uh, – the, 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 I mean, the central, um, his wife is deeply – she's deeply spiritual and really believes in the God's commanding their path. And Spartacus loses – he was never really, really a big believer, but then he completely loses all that belief after a certain event, which I won't spoil, which leads – it pushes him to be more the character he becomes becomes for a while. He begins to get complacent, and he begins to settle into life as this, as his gladiator. Doing the beck and call of a master, you know, with some semblance of some honor that the other his brother gladiators give him, until another event tells him that's not what it really is. I'm still a slave, no matter what. And he began, he never really fully believes in the gods, but he accepts the wisdom that his wife, or who he kind of keeps having um, thoughts of and everything, he accepts her vision. Other gods, and that's one of the things that kind of keeps him on his path, or starts him on the path of being the the uh, uh, the captain that we finally hear about in history.
4: Yeah, I love that. Um, And we, you know, we see too. um, The show is really, really great for showing how much or how little power a woman can have, um, depending on a relationship with her husband her relationship with her father and how much money she has. Uh, We saw a lot of female characters in swartikas who were really running things behind the scenes and a lot that had only, you know, faint, brief illusions of power Um, and to the point where even um, a male slave sometimes would would be able to have power over them. Um, We saw a lot of, you know, um, A lot of betrayal among the slaves. There were a lot of power struggles, um, most notably, and the most, like, hated character of all time, probably on that show, Asher. Um, He caused Uh, a lot of people's downfall and ruin with his um, lust for power. Slimy bastard right there, boy. (laughs) Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then there was um, Lucretia. You know, she was a grimy one, too. Um, Mm -hmm. She was a bit of a social climber. And, and you know, with the death, death of her husband, saw her plummeting to, you know, be a victim at the hands of others. Um, what was great about the show, though, was that it really showed how even some of the people that had the worst lives were so complacent in the drudgery yeah. and despair of their lives that they missed real opportunities to make a difference and make their lives better. And as I was saying before, even the, the the servants that seem to have the most power could have it taken away in an instant. Um in the in the final season we had one slave whose master was who was completely in love with her master who felt that he was completely in love with her. Mind you, people had the people had the ability to set their servants free then and he never set her free so I don't know what she was thinking. But, you know, um she's she's raised by the son and um and runs away And, you know, he's like, you know, I really do love her. Unfortunately, all of my generals know that she ran away and then she sided with the slaves. So I have to kill her anyway. So it's like in the end, no matter what he said, no matter how much power she had in his household, she's still a slave.
0: Right, right. You know, and, and the, you know they they continually allude to some form of the gods, especially in season one. When you see the gods more prominently, like they actually have. I mean, they've gone through a epic drought, so they organize a game, a, a special contest between a legendary gladiator and two of the uh, uh, lead gladiators. Uh, well, Spartacus was not a lead gladiator at the time, so it's purely it's purely in jest to compare him with the actual uh, uh, champion of Capia, which was Crixus. And they actually organized a game hoping that that would appease the gods and it would rain. Yeah, you know, Was it No, no, no. It wasn't
4: Crixus. It was the beast, the one whose betrayal by Asher ended up getting him killed.
0: No, no, no. Uh, see, uh, episode 5, um, um
4: how do you, you know, remember which episode it was? Oh my god, you're such a nerd.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Episode five, uh uh <laughs> uh they had to fight The a gigantic scarred up albino. Right,
4: right, right. Who, okay, I remember that one. I remember that one. Yeah. Um that was the one that got so injured. Yeah and, and the only person who had ever fought the Achilles before and lived was Doctore.
0: Yep, on a mess. Bad we yeah, yeah,
4: Yeah, we did, see, we did see the gods. Well, we didn't see them, but we saw, like, the superstition at work more in season right. one. Season two and three I really loved because season two gave us a really great background on the other gladiators, mm-hmm. especially Gannicus, my boo, and um, season three kind of was, you know, people were like, yeah, I'm tired of waiting for the gods. Let's do this. Let's make this happen.
0: Right, and they always, almost always say that the gods will wills it. If it's the God's will or something like that. Body artist would care because he'd stand up there and say, uh, you know, like the God's finally ram cocking ass or something like that. So if you watch if you watch the show for any other reason, watch it to get quotes from body artists because that dude can turn a phrase. Okay. yeah, Oh, my the, freaking you,
3: God. <laughs>
0: you counsel to suck the cock that pisses
4: on me. That is epic.
0: Like
4: everything he says is like I just I just wish that I could say this to one person one time and have them understand they're being involved. Just one time. <laughs> right.
0: We gotta we gotta call online and see what's happening. Uh three hundred and sixty yeah. degrees. What's up?
2: This is the big funny
0: Travis Simmons
2: with the uh with with, Hi, the, with Hey, how y'all doing? On the line with me is
4: rachel uh from the
0: pink
2: atheist hi rachel oh, what's up yeah we're hi, listening guys. to you yeah so you're talking about spartacus yeah
4: hello yeah I, oh, watched I
2: watched it we're here you can hear me right yes
4: yeah, so we can yeah hear
2: you. i hear okay i was i watched it i watched it so i just I just wanted to join in talking about some spartacus i'm, I'm, a, I'm a tv okay. addict
4: Okay, cool. Um, I know, I I know from your post in, uh, I think it was uh, the Heathen Movie Club. Yeah, which one? The Heathen Movie Club.
2: The Heathen Movie Club.
4: Are you in that group?
2: I don't know. I never. I I, I need to be the Heathen Movie Club.
4: Yeah, yeah. So the Heathen Movie and TV Club. How has Daron not invited him to this this group yet? It's epic.
2: Okay, all right. Is there, are there a lot of spoilers in this group, or is it... Uh, yeah, but, but,
4: we, but there's a rule, like, we have to announce the spoilers. It's all good. You're good.
2: Okay, good, yeah. okay. I mean, because sometimes I don't see shows... I'm
4: such an addict, I don't care about the spoilers. I will read the spoilers and still watch it.
2: See, I can't do that. I've seen so many movies and TV shows, and I, I, I need that surprise, you know what I mean? So if I'm really going to watch something and get into it. But there'll be something like, I didn't see The Wire until last summer.
4: What are you doing with your life?
2: I know. What happened was I just wasn't a place where I could see them all from the beginning, and I'm not going to jump in into the middle on something.
4: Speaking of The Wire, would you like to talk about that? Because that wasn't on my list, but I really love that show. Can we talk about The Wire?
0: (laughs) All right, go ahead. (laughs) The Wire was great. It
2: was one of the few shows ever uh, that had, over the course of the five years, I don't know, 30 different black characters that were all different and not cookie-cutter in any kind of way? Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, that,
4: that was a shock to me, too. We did have a typical, we did have a couple of stereotypes, but, I mean, there's stereotypes for a the reason they do, these people do exist. But so for the most part, there was a lot of individuality and diversity among um, poor blacks. Um, you know, it wasn't everybody in the projects is the exact same person. Um, everybody that drugs deals drugs is the exact same person, and the wire was great too because we saw a lot of there was a lot of surprises. There were some people I'm like, oh that's a cool person. Next thing you know, they end up like stitching on somebody, getting somebody killed or something like that. Um, honestly, I threatened I threatened to stop. Like I told myself I'm not gonna watch it anymore when Wallace got killed. <laughs> um, but that was but real though. But that, that was real. I couldn't stop watching. But I couldn't stop watching. I lied. It's about I, I, the I binge
2: watched it. I watched it in like three weeks.
4: Yeah, I think the wire yeah, was like I, one of those shows like you can't you can't ever bring it back. I think honestly, I'm I'm gonna I say this with like so much certainty. I think the wire was the last great black drama.
0: I oh. I, I, I enjoyed it because uh the uh, yeah, I, I I haven't uh, watched all the seasons yet. But I enjoy the fact that it's kinda of like Game of Thrones in which you know they each there's no resolution to the story there's there's so many things going on and you don't have the the wrap story in which we have a beginning we have a drama in the middle, and then we also have a wrap up ending and it's I, I like the fact that there is no definitive endings to this whole these whole things because yeah, exactly. you' gonna do if you're gonna do something realistically there isn't going to be the hero defeating the villain in one fell swoop all the time, you know.
4: Yeah, definitely not.
2: No, Um, you know, um, why isn't there a movie about um, atheists and secular people getting together to figure out how to deal with um, the heavy sum of religion's bigotry? That could be a good drama, couldn't it?
4: No one would go mm-hmm. see that. I mean, the atheists would go see that, but the religious people, you know what? They might go see it because, you know, Kirk Cameron had that movie that was out like last year and I was at the theater and the theater where it was supposed to be in was like closed because absolutely no one bought a ticket. So clearly yeah. Americans are not Christian. as they keep saying they are, maybe they would actually watch this movie. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, would, it, would, it would depend. Maybe it has to be like a drama though, like where it was a series. Do you have to be able to get them into it? Um, uh, but the problem is Is their preachers Get out in front of things And tell people not to watch it So if you go back to TV shows Preachers told uh, religious folks Not to watch the preachers of LA When I think it's the best show for me, From my Dude, perspective for Somebody to watch I okay?
4: love LA. I don't even watch rugby television But I had to watch this one I was like Dude They're exposing their shit I have to watch this And it is just as good as I thought it was And I'm, like, I'm watching this I'm like how do believers watch this? Um, yeah,
0: uh, rock star, rock star preachers and whatnot.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, it's like, it's like well, God says, God said that you know man should prosper, blah 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 blah. And this one dude talk you know, bragging about how you know um, he has like five cars. Um, a lot of them need bodyguards and security security guards because. Um,
2: Mm. They're so
4: rich. Yeah, instead of any yeah. bodyguards, security guards. Yeah, so
2: uh, in the very opening, the guy had, I, I remember I did a bit of, I, I, you remind, I got to show this to tonight. I might have to bring this back. The, the guy, he says, uh, y'all see my bit.ly. Uh, you see yeah. my glory, but you don't know my story. And I'm like, I, uh, is he a rapper or a preacher? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, no, no, <laughs> He called himself a pastor because he actually he was a gang member and he was a mess addict for years and years and years. Now he's on that new hustle. He got him. He got mm. clean, and now he's exploiting other people's addiction to God. Yay!
3: Ooh, ooh, that's good.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's going on. Let, let, let's not let's not try to twist it and turn it. Um, he's got this. He's got a sister who's still addicted, who he kind of hides from his congregation. When he couldn't hide it anymore, he used her as an example of how hard his life is.
0: Ah, uh, threw her to yeah. the bus.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and he's and he, but he admitted on that episode that he was the one that got her into it or something like that, right? Yes,
4: yes, yeah, because he. Was, okay, so that I had to give him credit stuff, for that he was one. Yeah, now he
2: took.
4: What, what challenge is it? You know, yeah. With my schedule, I can't really watch
0: a lot of TV. It was me. i, mean, I it, my it, worst it, This I,
4: is honestly the only reality show that has any bit of reality to it because this is exactly the kind of life all these mega church pastors are living. Every mm-hmm. I think every person who belongs to a mega church or even a minor church should be watching. I remember my old neighborhood, um, we had about eight churches within a two mile radius. We had a Brazilian Baptist church, we had an Episcopal church, we had a Catholic church, we had in uh, Armenian Baptist Church. We had a Korean Baptist Church. And the neighborhood went from fair to freaking horrible. But you always knew who the pastor was just from standing in the parking lot. You could tell which car was his.
2: You right, could tell right. when he's walking around no. with a with, with a cashmere coat. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. You know, what 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 you know, what channel what child this show on? Florida. What on I'm show. looking for yeah, it right now Florida. in the DVR. I'll tell you in a second. I'm looking for it in the DVR for you.
4: Yeah, you, you can't walk around with a cur- with a coat in Florida. That's just tacky and sweaty.
2: It's on the Oxygen well, you know, Network. It's oh, it's okay. on Wednesdays, but it's mm-hmm. it's um I think it already had a season finale, but I yeah, I think is. there may but there may be but you can get it online. You you probably watch the episodes and you can probably get it in your uh, on demand. Yeah, okay, cool. Preachers no, of I, L.A. I'm serious. So Honestly, what do no, you think about the, show, the We do you think about the Pope? We think about the Pope and how the Pope came out against um, the prosperity sermon, which this show is based
4: on. That whole thing is a bunch of malarkey, you know. Now that I'm, since you brought it up, and I'm on air right now, I'm going to tell everybody who's listening what I think about this. I, I'm speaking as a former Catholic right now. The whole thing is a con, and anybody who's buying it is is being willfully swindled. The Catholic Church is the oldest, most organized mafia on earth. They're the oldest, most organized fraternity on earth. They did not get this far by not knowing how to do public relations. Pope Benedict was pope. Everyone hated him, so he, quote, unquote, retired. He still has the title of pope, by the way. You can look that up. He's Pope Emeritus. And they got this new guy that everybody likes. He's I think, well, what has Pope Francis done? Has he allowed women to join the priesthood? Has he allowed priests to get married? Um, has he helped, done anything to help gays in the church? And understand, the Vatican has enough money To get at least 15 nations are completely out of debt They they invented the prosperity gospel The ring on his finger alone Could feed all everyone who's starving in Haiti So he's mad that they're giving money to other people And Catholics aren't getting the money Trust me, he's not against giving money to the church
2: <laughs> So you're saying that the Catholic Church is the biggest mega church, and the prosperity sermon is what they've been doing for centuries. Cause if the yes, the purgatory, yes, the purgatory yes, game, yes. the the purgatory game was a prosperity sermon game. Uh, and if you want to bring it, back the TV, um, what's the name I'll, of that okay. show? Would it?
4: He hasn't even come out against the, the the priests who are molesting children, and this is something they've that all of them have done. Even the other ones who were liked, like Pope John Paul II, have done their best to cover up for these guys. They will protect each other first. They are out for the Vatican's interests first. And if you think that he actually cares about anyone else, well, the proof is in the pudding. What has he done? He's given a few great speeches in public. What has he actually changed? And he's in. An no, you're right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but he's he's, but he's he's uh ruffling feathers, okay. He's, he's seeing, maybe he's tippy-toeing, seeing how far he can go before they kill him. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, no, they're not going to kill him because he's the mouthpiece. He's doing exactly what they told him to. Those are the words they put in his mouth. He looks friendly. He says all the right things. And people think that, that, Catholic, that the Catholic Church is welcoming and Catholicism is progressive. That's exactly what his job is to do, is to distract you from what's really going on. <laughs>
2: So you think they're going to start acting like the Mormon church and how the Mormon church said that black folks are okay now and they're going to start saying gay people are all right now and just trying to get back in the game because well, they're, they're losing ground. As far
4: as the ground. Mormon church is concerned, they have actually acted on what they've said, at least as far as black people are concerned, where they have allowed um, black men to get into a position, to, like, higher positions in the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mormonism is really a, a, a sort of thing where, like, again, it doesn't have the hierarchy that the Catholic Church does. With the Catholic Church, everything comes down and everything goes up. So if you're talking about, you know, this Pope is saying all this, all this great stuff, mm-hmm. he's saying atheists are okay, gays are okay, blah, 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 he's in a position to change it. It's not, there are not many branches. Every, every part of the Roman Catholic Church is under that one umbrella of the Pope. But, yeah, we're way, we're way, 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 way off topic. Let's get back to the Sorry. TV show. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine.
2: But there was a TV show that showed the Pope stuff, and that was on, like, Showtime or something. The, um, oh, what was it called? It had Jeremy Irons as the Pope.
4: I remember the that. Borges. I just don't remember what it was called.
2: Yeah, the Borges. The Borges. Yeah, that Borges. was good, though. Yeah, the Borgias, it was good, though, because it had as much sex as Spartacus did, almost, at the beginning, and they both, as it went on, you know, they had the sex at the beginning of the first couple, of two seasons of both of those shows, Spartacus and the Borgias, right, and then once they got you hooked, and same thing even with, like, True Blood, right, even when, once they got you hooked, expecting some, you know, some titties every every now and then, and they got you hooked on it, and then then they took it away. (laughs) <laughs> and we came to something
4: away. else. How could they? How could
2: they? How could they do that?
4: <laughs> Trick me. And I'm not gonna lie. I watched the first couple episodes specifically for Jeremy Irons because I'm such a fangirl for him. He's my older dude crush. Um, shout out to Jeremy Irons. Oh, that man. Anyways, yeah. I yeah. The that show. That show, that, that show right? Like, show sucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. It, it was. Um, <laughs> I love how they showed the the the, the cutthroat. And the the coat-throat nature and intrigue of the ancient church and stuff like that, and with a um, because didn't didn't Chesare Borgia didn't he fashion a portrait of Jesus that kind of looks like him and shit, you know? Oh wow, yeah, um, I think that's. I love, I love the, I love the, I'm fascinated by ancient religion as as one thing. And so when I see all this, all this pomp and circumstance, all this pageantry, people having to kneel to kiss this dude's hem, mm-hmm. the hem of his robes, and all this mm-hmm. stuff right here, and they just, you know, then you get to the point where, well, we got to burn those people because they don't worship Jesus like us. Um, the Tudors kind of went into that whole thing as well. They, they, oh, the they Tudors was a
4: great show.
0: It was good? Right. Great show. Oh yeah.
4: oh, yeah. Okay, now yeah. I got something to you
0: watch. Know. Thank you. Sure. Right, it's on uh, Netflix, as a matter of fact, and um, um, yeah, it just you know they, um, they really go into all that stuff about you know how you know first of all you know because of the male dominance whole thing, you know, King Henry can bone as many women as he wants to, uh, on uh, um, why whereas well, um, what the hell was her name? The chick that uh, end up getting Gamblin? a head cut off, yeah. Yeah, she um, the mere thought of her sleeping with the um uh, uh, the king who's married makes her a whore, and everybody thinks she's a whore, and nobody likes her and stuff like that. Well, you know, um, in in all that, you know, you also got the king the king believing that it he is set by God. God can put him on his throne. He is on the throne by God's will and command. Therefore, you should be, you should follow him because it's a God. It is, to go against a king is to also go against God.
4: Yeah, well, the Bible and, says that in Judges, that all, all kings are appointed by God.
0: Right. Mm, so, so, you know. So, well,
2: so, so um, it, actually, it, it
4: actually reinforces his ego.
2: <laughs> well, you right. know, uh, Inger, uh, Robert Green Ingersoll said, The king ruled by force, the priest ruled by fear, and both by both. Two vultures born of the same egg. Robert Greening. Pretty
4: much. I mean, the Tudors was great, too, because it showed you what was going on with the Pope at the time when Henry was trying to break away and create the Church of England because he didn't want to be subordinate to the Pope anymore. He's like, you know, I'm a king. I shouldn't be anyone's subordinate. I shouldn't be having to follow anyone's orders. And the Pope was pretty much just trying to order all the kings and queens around. He was responsible for a lot of... The marriages and a lot of the rivalries going on in various kingdoms in England, and Henry was sick of it. He's like, I don't, I don't want to be anyone's subordinate. I'm not a child. I'm the king of England, and I'll do what I want. And it showed you how, you know, the Pope had a visceral reaction to the idea that he could not control anymore. Um, Right. You know, that was that was a huge pawn on his chessboard, and it was walking right off, and he had real issues with that.
0: Right. As a matter of fact, it, it was it was such an important thing that uh, uh, Henry had to be careful because his wife was connected to the Pope somehow, and um, I think it was his cousin, um, was, yeah, her he, cousin. His
4: was, wife, Catherine of Aragon, was a very devout Catholic.
0: Right, right, right. He was right. afraid
4: of her loyalties to the Pope.
0: Right, right. And this was. I mean, this was. This before after the Pope, Pope's actually had armies.
4: Um, no, this was, like, right around the time the crusade started, so it was, like, right okay. during the formation of it all. But the thing about it is, and Henry um, eventually realized that as well and, you know, calmed out a bit, is that his wife um, always put her loyalty to him right before her loyalty to God, um, you know, more so than her loyalty to the Pope. So he had nothing to fear from her. But, you know, when you're, when you're going against someone of such power, of course you're always going to be paranoid about how they're going to retaliate.
0: Right. Yeah, it was.
4: Yeah. It was a pretty. It, the show was pretty intense. I'm not gonna lie. I love the show. It's I very
0: intense, it. man. Very intense, especially the last couple seasons when they get into the uh, burning people alive for being heretics because they, you know, you, you know, you say Jesus had blue eyes. Okay, cool. Jesus had brown eyes. Burn that bitch. You know, really? Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, oh, that sounds he's good. good. He's I gotta watch this.
2: What channel is that Every
4: on? <laughs> Jesus, but everyone knows that Jesus was English, you guys.
2: Yeah, yes, he yeah. was. And you, was Matthew we, and
0: Peter. Yeah, but when, and you, speak when of you watch TV shows, Travis, the huh? oh, I'm sorry. When you watch okay. Travis, do not is uh-huh. not historically accurate to the letter. Like one thing, uh-huh. Henry never gets fat. You know, so okay. don't 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 he watch did it. Get
4: heavy. He did get heavy, and if you watch from the first season to the last season, you could see that not only did Jonathan Rhys Meyers, the actor who played Henry, put on a little bit of weight, like you see, it in his face, but they kept, they kept layering him with more clothing to make his body look heavier, too. Like he never had that okay. protruding gut that Henry had. Uh,
2: because, I don't see it on which, the Showtime list.
4: Um, check HBO. Okay. It's not on anymore. The show was ended a long time ago. But um, speaking of TV shows, the same actor who played Henry um, is actually on my new favorite show, Dracula. It's so good. It's so good, you guys. Oh, yeah. I
0: haven't been to watch that. Oh, it's good.
4: It's so, so good. Um, we have Dracula pretending to be an American businessman. Um, he drops his accent, which is an English accent. Um, the Count um, developed an English accent over the hundreds of years, but he drops it. Puts on an American accent, pretends to be an American businessman, and he's trying to bring um, wireless—i mean, excuse um, me—um, electricity that's not dependent on on heat, light that's not dependent upon uh, excuse me, electricity that's not dependent upon coal and petroleum to the people. Can I ask a question? He makes some enemies. Mm
2: Is he like Dexter where he sneaks out at night to get his blood? and, and <laughs> Can, can yeah, he walk around during the day? He, he's a business.
4: I mean, so how did he get much, but, I mean, he's a damn part of what he's going to do. The main, his issue on the show that his character faces, however, is the fact that he's made some enemies with other businessmen who his inventions will put out of business. And he's trying to hide the fact that he can't go out. Like he's trying to find a cure for the fact that he's not able to go out during the day. And he's actually working with Dr. Van Helsing, who is trying to develop a okay. cure for him. So Van, Van Helsing is on the show yet. I mean, I've been
0: slipping. I haven't actually caught on to this show.
4: Dude, you need to get... Oh, my. I don't know, I don't know how you're living, but you need to, you need to get We're on the show.
0: There?
4: Um, Dracula. There's actually one episode where Van Helsing makes a serum, and it works temporarily because of what the council did. Because um, we do have vampire hunters and it's in a council. And they're suspicious of the fact that all his, his soirees are at night and no one has ever seen him in the daytime. They invite him to a board meeting in the middle of the afternoon, knowing that he can't refuse because if he doesn't come, he will lose his position on the board. So Van Helsing gives him a serum, and it allows him to, walk, to be in the sun for a little bit a oh, oh, while. Wow, but, like, you're kind of, like, gripping the edge of your seat because you don't know when it's going to wear out. You don't know if he's going to burst into flames in front of these people. It's awesome.
0: Right. I got to check this out, man. I seriously got to watch this. I mean, I've been slipping. Okay. Yeah, you need the
4: to on. It's great, great
2: show. It's on the History Channel. What I
4: love about the show. It's on the History Channel? I, um,
2: what? It's on BBC America? The Tudors?
4: The, the Tudors? No, 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 um, no, no. It no. was no, no, no. on BBC America, but I think BBC America is playing the reruns. Oh, you know, I
0: mean, I mean in I saw it on HBO.
4: Um, I saw it on HBO, too. I,
0: yeah, and uh, it's on okay. Netflix right now, though. And uh, okay, i can on Netflix. The Borgias, if you try to watch The Borgias, mm-hmm. there are two types of Borgias. There's one with Jeremy Irons, and there's another one with some other dude who's American. And it's a, you, you know how it is when we get American actors to play British guys. They say, fuck it. I'm going to sound like I'm from Wisconsin no matter what. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. it, it. It has an older, it has a older white guy. You know, saying so with a gruff voice and stuff. But it's, he, he's not European at all, from what I can tell.
2: Well, you know, you have to worry about that. That ain't gonna happen anymore because. Um, since 60% of the movie's money is made overseas, you're going to have British accent dudes trying to pretend to be Americans because they need to have that actor in there in order to be able to make money in that market.
4: You know what Hmm. always weirded me out about these shows like um, Spartacus and Rome, which is another one I'm going to talk about later, is where this is supposed to be in ancient Rome, but everybody has a British accent.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, it, 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 the, the, um, Romans were actually like,
4: okay, the whole cast is yeah. let's just let's
0: not even bother. <laughs> yeah, they, they um they 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 don't realize, you know, like Romans were actually more multi multi cultural, multi ethnic, whatever. I can't remember because mm-hmm. I was reading about that myself because it was something I was actually puzzled about. Like, you know, I did really wouldn't think there'd be so many white dudes in Rome. You know, um. Which always kind of tripped me out, but
4: yeah, we you know have I, a I, cultural I, and ethnic diversity amongst the slaves, like the slave population, right. was great diversity. Right,
0: right, right, and um, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's you know, it's I mean, I accept it because I'm not you know, if I'm watching the show, I'm just going to enjoy the show for what it is, for what it's worth, and everything and whatnot. But if this was a documentary, you know, I'd be a little bit more ticked about that. And what I mean, because you know, a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of things. You know, you for a show for a lot of shows, you have to embellish certain aspects to make it more entertaining because we get bored real quickly. The Wild West wasn't really as wild as we think it is. There wasn't a gunfight every five minutes. There was only three people <laughs> killed at like uh old okay corral. But we need to believe there's like a massacre every every day or something. So when. Uh, um, but they do these shows, especially like these historical I- ideas and stuff like that, Rome and whatnot, you know they embellish, they take away, they add, they you know all that stuff, and I, I go along with it for the most part. Mhm. Yeah.
4: Um. But yeah, speaking of good shows, Mario, what's next on your air list?
0: Um. You know. You know. Since we're going, since we were already kind of into that whole realm anyway, let's go ahead and talk about Rome while we're sitting.
4: Um, Rome. Rome, is like, like, like my, my, cinematic baby daddy. I love that show. <laughs> love that show. Yeah, me too. Um, I I'm only pissed off that it only lasted two seasons. I wanted it to go on way, way, way longer. And yeah, um, oh was man, all because I followed. What, the I, 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 out. I followed. Like, deeply followed a lot of the actors that were on that show. Like I would watch everything else that they were in. Um, right, Because right. they were so making on that show. <laughs>
0: Man, 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 man. That dude that played uh, Titus Pullo, uh, Ray oh. Ray, uh Ray it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't
4: The one played my uh, that friend. Of... That's my favorite guy in the world. This yeah. dude oh, is yeah. at war was... for eight years. For eight years, okay? He has a wife and two children at home. He's gone for eight years, doesn't even look at another woman. Like that's how much right. he loves with her he is. Right. And he's gonna fifty that when his children are kidnapped, he actually asks for permission to leave the, the 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 unit and go find them. Like he will not desert his men without permission from the general to leave. Like that's how patriotic right. he is. Like this is like yeah, the uh, most honorable human being on earth.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a uh, 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 Lucius Verenus who um, who was
4: yeah.
0: like like he was saying earlier about that you know the kind of like uh, um, even. Even some Romans are more uh, higher up than other Romans and whatnot. And even though um, Lucius Verenus came from a family with a name, he was really still low in the totem pole as far as Romans go. But he was still. Yeah, he,
4: was, because he didn't have and money. This show,
0: this Right, and this show shows you something else. Even the lowest Romans had slaves. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He could only afford, afford one or two, but he still had one. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Which Titus like, if you kind of can't afford a slave, not
4: that, that means you probably are a slave. <laughs> right,
0: right, Pretty right, much. right. That's what that means. Right, and they get heavy into the religion in that. Like, uh, the first season features uh, primarily about Julius Caesar and his exploits, played by the awesome, awesome yeah. Syrian high. Oh love my. that guy. And apparently, it even touches on governor. the fact that, Right, exactly. It touches on the fact that he kind of had like an epilepsy. Ep- he had kind of had ep- epile- ep- epilepsy, epilepsy. What is the hell epilepsy. going on with that? Anyway, yeah, that, that shit, epilepsy.
3: that
0: shit, yeah. And um, you know, uh, although the documentary I saw said he might have might have also been a worm I guess, in your brain or some shit. I don't know. But what, uh, when he has um a seizure, seizure, he tells the dude uh, um young uh, um, uh, um, uh, Octavius vowed to Orcus never speak of this again and Orcus is kind of a, a, a god of the underworld right um, he was uh, yeah he's a god of the underworld part punisher of the broken oaths punisher of broken oaths yeah and um, Dale was a lot of these ancient pagan gods from Orcus Janus, uh, um, um, you name it—you know, Pluto, Hades, and stuff like that—I don't want to take over. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I think what was great about the show is that you did see the different gods that they worship, but you also saw, like, unlike Spartacus, there was less of an emphasis on slaves and more of an emphasis on the, the Roman nobility and the and the Roman common folk. And you really saw a lot of the things that people did in power play. You saw sex being used as a commodity, children being used as a commodity, um, money, of course, being used as a commodity, um, marriages um, used to elevate social status, um, you know, different things like that. Like, I think the show was a really realistic portrayal of what people do as far as social climbing and trying to manipulate um, events to a favorable outcome, more favorable for them anyway. Exactly. It really shows you, how so many people in power don't really have friends or the people they think are their friends are not, you know, the, the people they think are the most loyal to them are the ones that actually have it out for them, um, you know, to a greater degree. Um, Julius Caesar learned that the hard way. <laughs> uh, I think the only person who actually there had a real gets. best friend Oh yeah, he got gotten, but the only person I involved yeah. on that class who actually had a friend was Lucius Verena. Polo was his friend, and he was Polo's friend, and they were the only people on the show that actually had a friend that was not scheming to take their life, take their wife, or take their money.
0: Yeah, exactly. That that that, that, re, that relationship was just so endearing. Um, it's it's really it's too bad that they like midway through season two, uh, from what I heard. Um, I think the BBC pulled out until so they lost funding, so they had to pretty much truncate season two. You know, and they had a lot of things that they were going to do with the show, and unfortunately, they lost funding on it. But you know, um, it, it you know it was I love I love the dynamics between you know the idea of pagan gods and stuff like that, and how these people believe that they're influencing their decision. And apparently, something mm-hmm. else I read suggested that they were actually going to touch on the new religion coming in and taking over, which would have been um, the introduction of Jesus Christ.
4: The cult of Christianity. Yep. All right. Um, all right, well, my next show is a little bit older than that, and it's very different from the genre that we've been discussing, and that's going to be um, one of my two favorite sitcoms of all time, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Mouth in the Middle, that show, that's Frankie Muniz. I'm going to tell you why I love that show. There's so many reasons why, but um, here's a few. First off, I love how they're a poor family who, they're like a, they were like a lower middle-class family who behaved like a lower middle-class family. The children didn't wear designer labels. Um, things were always kind of strewn around the house. Like the house looked like it was being lived in. Um, you know they were they were true to the sort of lifestyle they were trying to portray, and the show's authenticity rang even before anyone even opened their mouth. Um, all of the, everyone in the family was vastly different. It had a very unique personality trait. Um, love that. like no one really got lost in the shuffle on so many sitcoms where you have more than two children you always have two that are highlighted and portrayed, like, most prominently, and everyone else falls to the wayside, but it wasn't like that I'm walking in the middle. You got to know all of the characters on the show. Um, I love um, the way that the mom, Lois, was really, um, like, she was a matriarch of the family. and Yeah, they had a father, and yeah, they loved him and respected him, but it was clear that she was running the show. Um, love that aspect of it. The show never got boring. Like, there wasn't any episode that I felt was unnecessary. I think what I love the most about the show is that for as long as it ran, it didn't run overboard. It finished when it should have finished. It didn't keep, like, hanging on for years and years and years, longer than its due date. Like, you know, it started, Malcolm was in middle school, and then it ended, you know, when Malcolm graduates from high school we don't really care what happens next. Like, we don't feel dissatisfied. We don't feel like we're on a cliffhanger. We don't feel like the show has, should have ended three years ago. Like, it's great. Mario? Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I, I accidentally had, had the phone on mute. You you did uh,
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, did you ever yep. get to watch the show? I watched a little
0: bit of it. I watched a little bit of it and um uh, I really, you know, really was surprised that, that that goofy guy became a guy in um uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad.
4: Dude, when I saw Breaking Bad for the first time, I'm like, what the fuck happened to how <laughs> like Malcolm's dad? What happened to you? Mhm. But it really goes to show what what great range he has as an actor. Because Brian, like, he looks exactly the same, too. When Breaking Bad starts, he looks happy like Kyle from Malcolm in the Middle. But his personality is so wildly different. He's got some teachers that is so insecure, so unhappy, that he, he, even though he looks physically the same, he's unrecognizable.
0: Right. Uh, right. He was, a, he, he, you know... I don't know why he put me in the mind of uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin, even though Macaulay Culkin is kind of a creep. But uh, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I saw that they could probably be the same family that would leave their kids for a weekend or something like that. Anyway, anyway um, yeah. You that,
2: know what, that, you that got that to was your point. The, the little kid on Malcolm in the Middle had a similar look about him from uh, Home Alone, um, uh, how he looked in that movie. That's a good notice. I thought I was tripping. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, you ain't tripping. You ain't tripping. You know, on, um, on Funny to the Moon, we have a category of TV shows that we call uh, unwatchable hits. It's like something that everybody's talking about, but when you, when you turn it on, it's unwatchable. And you're wondering, what is yeah. everybody talking about? You know, there's lots of shows like Ooh. that. But um, I'm not going to go That's a different topic. besides so I not want to. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of shows like that. And um, I'll give you an example of one. I don't know. Uh, Big Bang Theory. It's a hit oh, yeah. for a lot of people. And it's unwatchable.
4: What? I actually
0: I tried love Big Bang Theory. I try to watch you I love Big Bang
4: Theory. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, me too.
0: And that, yeah. that, 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 I'm going to tell you the lead. only
4: thing I don't like about Big Bang Theory, but it's something that I don't like a lot about a lot of shows, is where you get the, in my opinion, very average-looking um, woman or, or, or blonde girl who is touted as being like the epitome of hotness and sexiness. Um, that I don't yeah. like. I don't like someone who's ordinary looking, um, you know, being touted as, like, the epitome of perfection because she's young and blonde. It's really annoying. Other than that, mm. I they do have the girl from Blossom on there. Um, yeah, but she, but, she, but, she, but she isn't portrayed that way. She's portrayed as, like, the female version of Sheldon, like the, the, the she-geek, the nerdette. That's true. Yeah, That's her very name true. is Ryan right. They still do. Yeah, yeah they she actually does have that, that degree though. in real life. She actually does hold that degree in real life. After she finished Blossom, Maya who went to, went to um university and, and studied sciences, and she has quite a few PhDs. Wow. Oh, yeah, nice she, she she is the character on that show, and that's how she dresses in real life as well. This is, and she, oh, wow, cool. you know, she's gone on record saying that she was acting when she was on Blossom. She's not acting on Big Bang Theory. The only thing that's different is her name.
3: Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs>
4: we have a lot of those former child stars who you know, on and, and, and and they're like super Secret geeks like the girl who played Wendy On Wonder Years is a math prodigy
0: You know um, in, in in regard To what you just said a second ago um, Another thing I don't like Is kind of the opposite of that Like the person I'm supposed to believe Is a completely untouchable geek That nobody wants to date And they're actually handsome or attractive and I'm like, yes. why am I supposed? I hate to, that. Why, why am I supposed to believe this person can't get a date? You know, like Chuck. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> kind of goofy, but you can't tell me that guy is just completely not getting any
4: yeah, attention at amazing.
0: all. <laughs> you know,
4: I yeah. think just reminds me of um, you reminded me of that movie from the '90s. Um, she's all that, starring Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. Like, they put these oversized yeah. clothes and oversized glasses on her, and we're supposed to think that she's hideous. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Have, you, have you looked at that? Exactly.
2: Movie? Yeah, but right. the blue, the the beauty, um, the ugly duckling transforming into the beauty is a regular Hollywood staple. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's just regular. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But they never my have problem.
4: a girl actually ugly or even plain. They have this girl who's gorgeous but hideously dressed. <laughs> of course, because you can't. How are you
2: going to uh, pretty up ugly? You, you, you can't get. You, you can't do that. You see, I guess you could, but uh, maybe now they they will. But I don't know. Shit. Um,
4: they had a TV yeah, show doing that. Actually, it was one of the first reality shows called The Swan, where they actually give um, like you know ordinary or homely looking women plastic surgery and lipos and make them pretty.
2: Yeah, but to me that seems like a trap on the women in the in the mid range area, basically saying if we can make this ugly person look pretty, imagine what we can do for you.
4: You know, for only horrible reviews and the contestants that were on the show actually had horrible, like you know, um, um, you know, backlash for the producers because they. It it turns out a lot of them didn't like the transformations um, that they had undergone. Um, they changed their minds. They thought they weren't ready, and the show exploited their their self-esteem issues. So that was a, that. That show lasted like one season, and people were still talking about how horrible it was, how exploitative it was. Um, to the contestants. There was a
2: documentary about uh, plastic surgery made by a girl whose father was a plastic surgeon, and he had died, and and she went to a plastic surgeon to see how the, you know to see how they did, and it's like ruthless. It's like a combination of like car salesmen. And like you said, attacking someone's self-esteem, and I saw how to do it work. He, he said this one line I'll never forget. He's he's looking at her, and she's like, she said, like, you know, she wanted to get something done, but he said, you mean, you mean, you're really okay with such a strong chin? And I'm like, man, that's ruthless. Say yeah, yeah, it's pretty Damn. harsh.
4: It's pretty harsh. And I mean, here in my here in South Florida, especially in Miami, um, the best looking. I mean, well, the most successful plastic surgeons are the best-looking ones. You have people that are naturally gorgeous and have an aptitude for science, and they study um, cosmetic surgery many, many years. I'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing. Clearly, they know what they're doing. But you are more successful as a plastic surgeon when you yourself are ridiculously (laughs) good-looking.
2: Aha.
4: No one wants to go to to the ugly plastic surgeon. They just
2: don't. (laughs) Yeah, well, why don't you work on you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Mario,
4: what's
0: next on uh, your list? Uh, community. Um, there was only one uh, uh, it, 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 community.
2: Is it a? Yeah. It, yeah. It, now I would guess that's on the unwatchable hits. Are you saying it's good?
4: It's great. I,
0: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and uh, one of the characters, the, the blonde chick, is an atheist, and she has to uh, deal with the the black chick being the more, the most religious person, trying her damnedest to com- convert her. You know, it's, it's kind of funny how they went about
4: it. It's really funny actually because everyone on that show is a stereotype, but they're like a twist on the stereotype. You have mm. the black woman who's super religious, but she's still like we find out like she's still sleeping with her ex husband who got remarried, which is so unchristian to do. You have the, yeah. the sheltered, you have the sheltered white girl. Um, Who comes from a good family background Et cetera, et cetera But she's lusting after an older man And you have the guy who's supposed to be Like the heartless player But he's falling in love Um, You have the overprivileged white girl Who never had to work for anything But like she's like You know addicted to all kinds of drugs And stuff like that Or the nerdy black guy um, You know who's not gay But his best relationship Best and closest relationship Is with his male best friend like everyone is like a play on a stereotype, and it's hilarious because this all takes place at a community college, where, and you 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 get to see that half the cast, at least half the cast, is way too smart to be going to a community college. So you're like, what the hell are they doing here? But the show's so funny that you stop questioning that.
0: <laughs> right, and um. um... As a matter of fact, uh, the the the, uh, the uh, one one of the girls, I think the brown haired girl, I think I can't remember her name on the show. She's actually uh, I think she was Jewish. And yeah, yeah.
4: um Yeah, so um And the doctor's always they, going on about her
0: how she needs to get saved and stuff and need
4: to get right with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: she's yeah. Jewish, I, I, I yeah uh it it's it's a- it's, it's amazing 'cause of the what they pick on it and whatnot and um you know it it's, it's, it's a show you should watch if only for the fact that it's just hilarious its just it's irrelevant- is irrever- i don't know why i'm so damn tongue tied tonight i mean damn <laughs> water. i mean it's so <laughs> water
2: what you, was you yeah, what you doing
0: yeah, man. But you know, you got you, you know, check it out though. It's, it's kind of funny because uh, they don't they don't they don't uh, dwell on the fact that the girl's an atheist. But she they show uh, showing what she mentioned it, and the, the black girls girl yeah, just keeps going on her on the Well, the blonde yeah. well, is
4: well, atheist, but but so but so is Abed, the Indian guy, because he's like I'm too oh, hard yeah.
3: to
4: believe in them. He's an atheist as well. Right. Um, is that for one episode or? Episode, you, or? In, you don't have to watch it from the beginning. You can jump right in because every episode is really different from the last episode. It really is a sitcom. It's not like a drama, like an ongoing yeah. series. You don't have to know what happened two seasons ago to get what's going on now.
2: Okay. Well, you got me worried because uh, I can't believe that there's some, some TV sitcom that's good because, I, I, you know, I watched it, the old sitcoms, and they were great, and it's hard for me to watch.
4: No, it's awesome because it's not like the old sitcoms at all, and it doesn't try to be. The show does – It is. it's funny because – they do they do unexpected humor. It's not one of those shows that you can watch and you know exactly what's gonna happen five minutes from now and what they're leading up to. The build up is never what you think it is,
2: right yeah, right, you know right, the, the right. problem with a lot of those shows today is they do they do like a lot of like soft racism, and um they do it like to a bunch of different races, so they think they're doing it even handed but they're really just being racist. You know what I'm talking There
4: about? really aren't racist aspects on the show. There
0: really isn't. Okay, good.
4: You know, and,
0: and a lot of times, sometimes that that junk cracks me up. Like I'm watching um uh, um Archer, <laughs> and um you know and it, it just out of no, and out of nowhere, and they says uh, uh I was just telling this big negress here or something, and they just the way the way it's delivered and the way it's said is like oh, okay, it's like and I'm gonna laugh at it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, and I, Aisha Tyler, you know, she's hilarious on there. Um, um, yeah, she is. What's your next show?
4: My next oh, well, show is actually, else. now that you've reminded me, um, because it's the same actor who plays Archer who does the voice of this man, um, my next show is actually Bob's Burgers. And uh, the guy who plays Bob is, is voiced by H. John Benjamin, the same man who does the voice of Archer. Bob's Burgers comes on on Fox. It's the only watchable show still left on Fox. Um, Honestly, ever since they killed um, Brian and they tried to bring him back, I've been, uh, it's like family guy lost me for life. The Simpsons Simpsons should have been canceled at least three years ago. Um, But Bob's Burgers, that show keeps me in stitches. Um, It's about a man and his wife and their three children who live um, above his um, burger restaurant. Um, This is his passion, making burgers. And, you know, his wife, Lynn, is eccentric. You've got his oldest daughter, Tina, whose hormones are out of control. She's, you know, she kind of speaks in a monotone and looks like the cartoon version of Lisa Loeb, Lo, but she's a complete horn dog. Um, there is his son, Gene, who is this eccentric um, comedian slash musician. And, of course, his youngest child, Louise, who is brilliant, and I mean ridiculously smart, smarter than the whole family combined, and a compulsive liar. Um, So it's really fun, and they live right next door to a funeral parlor. Like, the show is so great. It's another one of those shows you don't need to watch the last episode to know what's going on in this current episode. I mean, most animated series are like that, but it's very, very smart. There are some really intelligent jokes on the the show, and you laugh at it, and also you feel really happy that you got it, that you were smart enough to get it because you know that this is a joke that most people didn't even understand was there. Um, It's a great, great, great great, um, comedy. I think it's one of the best shows that um, Fox has ever done, and I'm just glad they didn't cancel it after one season, which used to be the trend back in the 90s with any show that was on Fox.
0: You know that same that same guy. He was on another he uh, another had another cartoon in which he plays Satan, and it was just it was stupid as hell. And <laughs> just it just pretty much the misadventures of Satan, you know, and dealing with you know people not doing the right. The misadventures
3: like you're not, of Satan.
0: It was it, that was the name of it. I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was stupid enough. It should have been called The Misadventures of Satan. It just it was just. It's one of those shows you gotta watch, and just you know, just it's like Beavis and Butthead. Just don't fucking think about it. Just laugh at it.
4: <laughs> okay, all right. What's the next show on your list? Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with a uh, uh, South Park man because the um um that show right there pulls no punches. They will they had a show on Mormons which crack, crack me up. Because it showed how you know more like uh, what's his name John Smith was that his name? Uh, um, got, you know Joseph Smith. Joseph, Joseph Smith. Smith, yeah, yeah, founded the religion and everything. It, it's so stupid the way they showed it, but the, the the mantra that keeps going through the whole show is dumb, dum 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 dumb. like that, like pretty much saying this is some bullshit. And uh, then they, they had another a one on every religion though. Right, right. Then they had another one they on some Easter. Yeah, that's what pissed Isaac Hayes off. You know, it's just you can do a show on Islam, you can do a show on uh, Christianity, Judaism, Mormonism. You know, you've been on the show this whole time, and when they get to Scientology, now you got a problem. I like I, I found that really hypocritical of Isaac Hayes for that. First of all, and on top of that, pardon my ignorance, I, that was the first time I realized there were black Scientologists. So you know, um, um. But they—the fact that they have a way of pretty much calling this shit out, but when a, in, in a their hilarious dumbass cartoon, they like they had mm-hmm. the, the one on Easter in which they get there's an Easter cult, and I think that's the yeah, one that kind of did a riff. <laughs> they did a riff on uh, uh the Da Vinci Code and shit, and it just <laughs> it just it goes off the rails, man.
4: Yeah, um, I I lo- I like how the show pretty much. Um, makes fun of everyone's um, religious, um, um, ridiculous dogma and personal insecurities. I think that my favorite episode of South Park ever, like I literally know every song I was on this episode was a Christian rock hard episode where Cartman decided that the easiest thing in the world to do to get money is to be in a Christian rock band because all you have to do (laughs) was take popular love songs and replace you with God and baby with Jesus and you'd have a hit. And I I think it was one song that I really, really, really loved and it was one that he actually wrote himself. Um, thinking when I wanna get down on my knees and start pleasing Jesus, feel his salvation all over my face And I was like Oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! But then I thought about a lot of the Christian music that I used to listen to, and they were all—they all sounded like love songs on the edge of wanting to make love to Jesus. So I'm like, you know what? The creators of the show are right. They're absolutely right. Right, right. They—they. They and he's sure like, you know, my Christian rock album is gonna go triple platinum. And poor thing, he had to learn the hard way. There is no platinum in, in Christian music. It's gold frankincense and myrrh, and the album went triple myrrh.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, and, and it riffs on it. it the, the way it riffs on that is, is is funny because you if you turn on the Christian station, you know, and these people will say will talk all about about secular music and music of the world and everything. They'll take a, a popular song and add in Christian themes in it and call it at like, like this is original. It's cool because it's talking about God and shit, and it just really just. It's lame. It's it's so lame I can't talk, man. I mean, it's not lame to be damn
4: lame.
0: I mean, let's make up some.
4: The most popular CCM music has always been the kind that's either very ambiguous or sounds like a love song. Like, personally, when I still listen to CCM, and for those of you you that don't know, that's contemporary Christian music, it's not like gospel because it doesn't sound like what you hear in the church. It sounds like what you hear on popular radio. Okay, I got one.
3: Okay,
4: but um, you could make was, it up. Couldn't you, you, could you just make yeah. up
2: some? Couldn't you just make up some? And, like, here, I, I, I don't, there's an old song, but here, I, I can do it right now. Jesus, all oh, Jesus, got a hole <laughs> in your hand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: actually, we a song on the show, um, on, on that episode, and it went, um, <laughs> once, twice, three times, the savior. Yeah. There you go. You you can can do it over and over
2: again.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you remember (laughs) 25th of December? (laughs) No, honestly, um, when I to listen to to CCM, there were two songs I remember, well, three, that I remember distinctly thinking, even as, as much as I liked them, that they didn't sound that... Like like they could have been love songs. There was Undo by Russia Fools. There was Consume Me by BC Talk. There was More by Tyrone Wells. And oh, and another one. This one was really popular, and this was back when I was still Catholic. It's called um, I Need You to Love Me by Barlow Girl. All of these songs sounded like someone talking to a lover or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but they were super popular on Christian hit radio. And more like by Tyrone Wells it doesn't even mention God or Jesus one time.
2: -hmm. You know, it alludes to him.
4: It alludes to him, but it never says the words God or Jesus. My ex usually says Jesus
2: to me. Happy (laughs) Jesus.
4: (laughs) No, (laughs) consuming is great. There's a line in the song that says, you consume me like a burning flame running through my veins. You consume me, moving through me. Anytime, any place, you invade my space. Like, he's talking about God now. (laughs) Like, seriously? Oh, head, I, I got one. To this
0: song all the time, talking about I need you now, and I forget that forget the name of this song, but you should get on my goddamn nerves. There's an old song like that, but here, I, I got
2: one. I got one. I got. I want Jesus, lots and lots of Jesus. I'm <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I want the Holy Ghost <laughs> <Angels> too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want Jesus, lots and lots of Jesus. <laughs> And that's all they <laughs> go to. You know what? Actually that could be a hit. While well, we're missing around. We're missing around. That could be a hit.
0: <laughs> What's, your so next show, right uh, <laughs> What's your next show uh your uh yeah? Um? <laughs>
4: um, my next show would have to be Roseanne, actually. That is the number two of my favorite two um family sitcoms after them in the middle. It's Roseanne. Um, I think the show was great. Um, it showed another lower middle class family, um, and the show was, was really great in that it showed a lot of of, of ups and downs, mostly downs. We never mm-hmm. had these situations where great things kept magically happening to these people. We were in the middle of their treasury, and it was their everyday life and how she handled it with grace and wit that made the show funny. You know, we had the daughter that got, that got married as a teenager. We had another one that was living with her boyfriend in the house. Um, you know, we had to deal with issues with Roseanne's family. Um, we saw her relationship with her sister and their relationship with their mother, um, her relationship with her husband, her relationship with her kids and her, and, and her son's-in-law. And just handling that as a normal person, I, I know there's so many episodes that, I was watching, that I'm watching on the show from, you know, way, way back. And I'm watching it now and I'm thinking, you know what, it's a really good thing that show came on in the early 90s because right now there'd be someone protesting something that was said or done on that show, but it was real. Like, it was honest. Um, and I really love how, how, how honest and, like, you know, pretty much you just put everything on, out on the table on that show. You didn't feel like there was anything being fabricated. And like Malcolm in the Middle, they behaved and dressed like the station they were trying to portray. They were poor people. You saw you saw the kids yeah. wear the same clothes on multiple episodes, okay? Um, you saw them wearing clothes that looked old. Um, you saw the house in disarray. Um, they, and they didn't live in a big house either. Um, it was never a situation where, oh, these people are poor, but they live in this enormous house, right? I think it was 7th Heaven. They had money issues from time to time, but they lived in a two-story house that had eight or nine bedrooms. Those people had a lot of freaking kids on that show. <laughs> but, yeah, um, with, with Roseanne, it wasn't like that at all. Like, this was like the typical portrayal of, of the white American family. And I think it was a really great ca- – it would have been a really great counterpart to Family Matters if Family Matters had been a little bit more real as well. Um, I feel that the relationship that the the people on that show had with their children was a little bit too artificial for me to put it on my favorites. But Roseanne was like, I really thought there was a lot of um, genuine um, dialogue on that show. That's why I loved it.
2: So Roseanne should show everybody the difference between that show and the other shows because, you know, we we put uh, the other shows into a category of no money problem whites. And right, Roseanne will be the yeah, opposite yeah. of that. Okay? Right. So, yeah. Friends, no money problem whites. Right? Seinfeld, no money problem whites. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Uh and on and on down the line.
3: Mhm.
0: You know, um I I did kind of like that show. I liked I liked it for it it was more 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 of an honest show than anything you know you know because only so much beverly hills two one zero. you can take for you like ah man you look how the fuck are you a millionaire with all these damn punk ass problems man i mean god yes yeah. anyway
4: <laughs> you know the, privilege problem you know. yeah money, <laughs> <low Jesus. laughs>
0: yeah more money more jesus so uh 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 what the, what the hell was I about to say? Oh, I guess I'll just run into the next show then. Um, were you done now? I want to cut you off. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'm done.
0: Um, you ready for this one? Yes, I'm ready. Game of Thrones. Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> All right. I was basically
0: going to bring this show up. Right. It, it, this is one of the most epic shows I've ever seen. And focusing on the religion of the show there's, it's a world in which there's not just one religion. There's the the seven seven which I think are the newer gods, and then you got the older gods that are, you know, pretty much the heart trees and stuff. And you got another god that's called the red god, red god uh, Rolor, and then you got the drowned god, and you got you got every different regions and different types of people have their own religious beliefs. Unfortunately, Relora is the only one that's showing that. Yeah, hey, yeah, I'm I'm actually here doing something. Yeah, but the, the Red Witch them, is the
4: only one whose God is real though, because she's making stuff happen.
0: That's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's you know <laughs> she's the only one you actually see it's like like uh, it, uh uh season two starts with uh, um her commanding the burning of the uh, effigies of the old gods, you know, of, of the seven gods. Uh. The mother, the father, the stranger, the the maid, the, the nun, the harvester. I, I can't remember all of them. Anyway, there, there are seven different types of gods, and each one of them have uh, a different thing. And you you talk about, uh, like, the children of the forest and um, how when the first men came, came to the continent, they pretty much wiped out most of the forest and stuff like that. And so... But the the uh, so they adopted some of their religions, is why you see the heart tree, which is a tree that has a a face on it, and some 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 like Ned Stark commune with their guys through this heart tree, and whatnot. And you know, and if you're looking for a gritty, I don't give a damn how you feel about this type of show. That's one of, them. Mm-hmm. man, you. Yeah, that's good,
4: Game of Thrones is good. We have a gr- we have a a good variety of ethnicities, not races so much, but ethnic groups and um, nationalities. We have a good variety right. of languages. We have a good variety of religious beliefs, um, cultural right. customs, et cetera, et cetera. It's a great, great, great show, and it's very gripping. You never get too locked on to any one character. You never forget that there are other um, there are other circumstances and other people in the peripheral. It's really great. Um right, although also right. I'm gonna warn anybody who wants to read these books that they're based on, um, or um the watch the series, please don't get attached mm-hmm. to anyone. They're probably gonna die. <laughs>
0: and they got dragons. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I think that's one thing I love about the show is the unpredictability of it. Um yeah, but you know, um, Man, it's, it's, it's gripping. I mean, everybody. I mean, it, they have their own weird religious sayings and stuff like that. Like Rolor has a has a full of night is dark and full of terrors, which I don't know about you, but that's that's you know man, that ain't the religion for me, man. That sounds a bit creepy. You have someone who has little, you have a god that's a little bit more positive. I might be to get into um you, know, you know, it just I, I mean, it, it, trust me, there's. This God is hands-on. This God is doing something. You don't see any other God doing anything unless you want yeah. to count the dire wolves, but I don't think that counts, though.
4: I mean, we have some people with magical powers, like the dude that Arya Stark met, and stupidly refused to go with because she's dumb. Um, um, <laughs> she was a form- oh, no, no, she-, she was really using her thinking mind, like Her her thinking mind and not her emotional mind, she would have gone with dude, learned everything he had to teach her, and then used that power to save her family, but she's stupid. Sadly, she's the smartest person in that family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I ain't going to spoil too much of it, but they – and I I guess it's one of the reasons why I like the show is that the, the good guys fuck up. There's. You had to put quotes around good guys and quotes around bad guys because the bad, the people you think are the bad guys, they a lot of times have good points and they actually make sense. Like, oh yeah, this, yeah, I'm supposed to hate you, but you actually just made sense, you know. And so, um, you know, and so, this is a world that is not just is not the typical sorcery type of show and everything there's a lot of political intrigue going on behind the scenes coupled with all these religious aspects going on behind and if the the show goes on any further you'll see how how dangerous religious fanaticism can get and um that if that if the show if, if it should either be this season or the season thereafter where they get to the dangers of the, the religious fanaticism and stuff and um but um yeah, it's amazing that everybody has their own God and everybody believes in the different aspects of their own gods and in their own sort of ways. You know, the gods. You know, um, they believe the gods are influencing them, and the show doesn't put the religion, you know, as front and center as a lot of the shows would, would. You know, so um, yeah, check out Game of Thrones for the mm-hmm. night is dark and full of terror.
4: When it's coming comedy okay, shit. Uh, Break your all stuff Oh right. You know what my next show is, right Mario? You already know what it is. Right. It is The Walking Dead.
2: Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh, now, I'm gone. More- I ain't seen I only watched half an episode later.
4: Before I before I say another word about this about of of like uh, of praise about that show, I want to say very first first and foremost that I'm very upset at the lack of melanin-rich faces on that show. I'm very upset that the show is based um, near the Atlanta area, and yet we are expected to believe that that. Um, a group of white people of average intelligence, most of which have no hunting um, or defensive sk- hunting ability or defensive skills, managed to live that long. I don't believe that anyone except um, Daryl and Rick would have made it as far as that group has made it. I refuse to believe that every black person in Atlanta has become a zombie or died. I just refuse.
0: <clears throat> right.
4: That said, the show is really, really, really good.
0: <laughs> right.
4: Yeah. Right. Um,
0: it's it, 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 it's you know. a
4: great show. It's a great um, post-apocalyptic show. I really wasn't feeling it um, season before last because every, every character on that show became uber-religious, and it's like, dude, shut up. God doesn't care about you. That's why we're in a zombie apocalypse. Um, right. Like, you you
3: really know, it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but.
4: Yeah, um, what they don't, what they fail to understand is that, you know, if this is a test, it's a really shitty one, and it should have been over by now. But, yeah, you were know saying? Yeah, it, that, that always cracked, that, that cracked me up, because I think season two, we actually end up in a
0: church, and one of the characters is sitting there praying, and then they walk up to um a, 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 a statue of Jesus and talk to him or something like that, and it's like, you have witnessed the end of the world, man. There are dead people walking around willing to eat you alive, and you are in the church praying, you are screwed I mean, yeah you know and it's you know and I, that's realistic as hell to me because i mean it doesn't come hell or high water aliens could descend upon this earth with their death rays wiping people out left and right you're still going to have people praying never mind the fact that you know that maybe you should have prevented it and stuff but you know hey religion is a strong force and people are never going to let it go even in the face of complete and utter destruction
4: yeah definitely um cool thing about the walking dead though is i feel that a lot what i like about the show is the reactions of the characters i feel that the way that people are reacting to the zombie apocalypse especially people like Mm -hmm. the governor is very 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 realistic i totally believe that there was someone that there'd be people that would exploit such a situation in order to amass power um i think that there are tons of people that would, you know, seek a group, um, you know, sense and numbers uh, and would be unwilling or unable to make it alone. I believe there are people that would have their time to shine for, for once in their life. You know, you have Daryl, typical redneck, but he has hunting and tracking skills um, that kind of make him a hero in a situation like this.
0: Right. Right, right. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know like even in the last uh uh even in the last uh season where there's even more drama going on there. I'm not gonna spoil you got one of the characters uh still reading the Bible still using the bible and and I don't know if it's because religion indoctrination and i, I do believe this will happen so I'm gonna talk about it kind of realistically is that I don't know if it's a, a sign of such incredible religious indoctrination that even in, in spite all of what's going on despite all this with, what you're seeing, you're still clinging to God or there's a sign of people sticking to what is familiar, what is comfortable, which gives them comfort, you know, and, and I guess on one level, I can't too much argue with somebody trying to find some form of peace somehow, some way. And, but my logical mind says that it's time to throw the fucking Bible away.
4: Wow. Yeah. Um, Hershel, Herschel, um, his character is really kind old man, but he's yeah. so annoying to me because he's such a Bible professor <laughs> as I do. You have lost your wife, you've lost one of your daughters, you've lost your leg, farm, you've lost your property, and you've lost the world as you know it. Please shut the hell up now. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Apparently he <laughs> lost a random-ass son that just popped up twice in one season to the point where I'm like, who the hell is that guy that just got killed? i was like, oh, that's Herschel's, That's Herschel's son. I'm like, what the hell has he been the whole season? I just, you know, anyway, anyway. Well, that's really a minor spoiler, spoiler because
4: yeah, they never, they never know,
0: even talked about the fact that he had a son. Yeah, so don't don't worry about that one too much because you're never getting to meet. He doesn't even have lines as far as I remember. So, you know, yeah, Herschel's son dies. Fuck it, I don't I don't care. You know and. You know, it, I I think it's really important, important to understand you know that the um you know it, no matter what people will be will try to clean the god clean, clean the religion and I I guess I can understand that in some ways but sometimes some my atheist mind is looking at it like okay it's, it's time to let this shit go because you've just been proving so wrong.
4: Yeah. You know, um...
0: um Go ahead
4: one of the things that um I did like about the show at first but then I I I slowly, mm-hmm. I slowly grew to like is um, how um at first, um like well not at first, but later on we learned that the zombie virus is a virus in everyone and they'll, everyone will get it when they die. But I also thought that was a great, great thing to put into the plot because, you know, how else are you going to explain something like this? If they just spontaneously emerge outside of our bodies, then uh, how, why hasn't it been stopped yet, you know? But at the same time, their explanation for why people become zombies also leaves you with the question, how did humanity get this virus?
0: Right. Yeah.
4: So that's an interesting one. I really want to know yeah. if they ever find out how the virus came to be.
0: Mm, uh, yeah, I want to know that, too. And I think it's interesting. And this is uh this came from uh, – I think this came from George Romero, as a matter of fact, that uh, mm-hmm. this virus is already in them. but came from is the problem.
4: George Romero, didn't he do that, that movie um, – with um um, um with Rodriguez, what is his name? Something Rodriguez. Uh, hmm. you,
0: talking, you talking about Robert
4: Rodriguez? I believe so. He he did the movie where there were zombies. Uh, it was starring Rose McGowan. Fergie was in it too. Oh no 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 um, no, no no
0: no! that is that's uh, Tarantino. They did the Grand Ron okay. thing. Yeah. And okay. If yeah. If you love your shitty, terrible-ass movies that have some type of entertainment value, watch some Grind- Grindhouse.
4: Okay, first of all, Grindhouse is awesome. It's not a shitty movie. Um, I I love Grindhouse, so please don't talk about I'm Grindhouse.
0: I'm <laughs> talking about that old 70s, black exploitation, exploitation shit, women in prison, all that stuff. Uh,
4: yeah, pretty much. And as, exploitation as of everybody, pretty much.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how much sex you can have in prison. But you know, anyway, um, and I guess you know uh, this. Uh, uh, um, what was my next show? Let me look. I have it written down. Cheer. Uh, the, the Simpsons. And um, I haven't really, really, really watched Simpsons and the, the Simpsons in a minute. But I do remember them having you know uh um they they all they love to get digs on in on religion and they used to crack me up man like yep. every now and then the billboard to the church will have something funny on it uh kind of you know just kind of uh um picking that religion and stuff and you know the, the uh, the, uh cuz you know if anybody who watches the show knows that the lead character one of the characters is a reverend and uh so he has the stereotypical kind of white holy man type of speech and whatnot. I really do think they need to insert a black character in there with a with that because uh the you know the black church is completely different.
3: And ha, I told ha you ha God,
0: you know stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. um. <laughs> You know, and so this, this track, it'll crack you up because, you know, like one, one of the captions I saw was him saying, everything is a sin. Have Have you ever sat down and read this thing? Technically, you're not allowed to go to the bathroom. You know, in which, you know, it's funny because there are 600 sins, 600 plus sins in the Bible. So you're screwed one way or the other. And, um, you know, I, I can't remember. I think Matt Groening is an atheist, but I can't remember per se. But just it just always it's always been hilarious to me how many shots they take in religion, you know. I mean, especially this is a show that's on a major network, and they just they keep going at it.
4: Mm. Um, I don't know. Let's see. My last show because we are near the end, near the close of this little show here that we're getting into. Let me see what's on my list. The Boondocks. Oh, yeah. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a huge fan of Aaron McGruder. I'm a huge fan of The Boondocks. I think the show is epic. I think he says so many things that so many people want to say um, but can't say or don't have the balls to say. He went on Oprah. He went in on BET. He goes in on Self-Hate and Black Folk. Um, he goes in on interracial relationships um, He goes in on How black people in America Have their priorities out of whack I love Aaron McGruder The whole show is such an amazing um, Social commentary um, I think that the, the, the best part of the show Is that the wisdom is coming from A child's mouth Huey Freeman who's our protagonist Is the smartest Person in his family and the smartest person in the vicinity of where he lives. But nobody ever Uh pays him any mind because they think he's like this cynical, um, unnaturally bitter child, party pooper, cynic. And he's only saying what's real and what's happening, what everyone should be paying attention to. But everyone who's older than him is irresponsible, and everyone who's younger than him is too busy being a child to really pay attention to the things that he's talking about. Right. Um, I loved it. I mean, it's really great, well-done animation as well. And, you know, every time he talks about this, like there was one episode where he was talking about a character named Winston Jerome, who it was clearly aimed at Tyler Perry. Um, and the, the, the episode was about a black playwright that dresses as an old woman. And... um has this, like, Christ-centric, hackneyed, bojangle um, kind of coonery in his plays and in his movies. And this guy turns out to be secretly gay, and all the cast members are in a Christian cult. Um, there's another episode where um, he talks about this rapper, who actually is supposed to be a few rappers called Delicious. Um, um, and again, Felicia's with all this, this hardcore rapper, but this guy is secretly gay. Um, you know, things like that. And, you know, he comes at it from many different angles where he just tries to open people's eyes about the things that they would rather not pay attention to that are going on in the black community and forces them to be aware of it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Like when he, t- he tackled... R. Kelly and whatnot, and um, yeah, he he really does, I mean, he hits hard, you know, he really pulls a lot of that stuff out from the center, and just kind of like South Park, talks about it in a funny manner, and it's almost disarming, but almost, it's, it, but it's, it's still kind of funny at the same time, you know, I appreciate his comedy mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay, we got a, we caught a caller, and um, you know, this probably, this probably I'm pretty sure what's about to happen here but i'm like hell why not so let's go ahead okay oh, it's, a it's, it's, to... a,
1: it's a it's a it's a friend not a foe i'm not going to come okay. with any chicanery or Hi, any fuckery there? it's brown beasley who's... how are you Hi. oh okay good good you can be as alarmed as you want to but i do kind of have a, um i wish i'd have caught some of the earlier earlier uh commentary on the different shows um Side note, I saw American Hustle today. Definitely go see uh, it. Definitely go see okay. it. It's excellent. It's excellent thought-provoking. I a lot of things going on there. Back to Aaron Magruder. You know, Aaron Magruder, one thing that's interesting about him is that even though he has this platform and he touches so many people, he, he, he's not in it for the fame. You know? How many people do you see these days that are like, there's like this thirst to be a celebrity? To be to be famous, to be seen, he he's in the yes. background. He has no he has, doesn't have any desire. One thing that concerns me, and I agree with just about everything you guys said. That the commentary is, is, is amazing. It's shocking. It, it's thought provoking. It's real. But even though it's satire, and some he attacks some real type figures. Um, when a black journalist. Or comedian, or whatever, whatever you want. When they're only attacking black people, and never the check writers and the string pullers, and they don't incorporate that into the equation, or but because he never does that, and right. it's too easy to throw stones at victims of genocide slavery you get where i'm coming from it almost yes. makes me yes. wonder if someone's pulling his strings because you don't see him going after or exposing and ridiculing anything other than black folks that's
0: all well you know well, you know he uh you, you, you he had that uh I think about that
4: you do make a point yes. however um he does kind of clown on on white people it's just I think a lot of people are so stuck on the fact that the cast is black and why wouldn't they be? He's black. that they miss it. There are many episodes, especially any, any episode that, that features, um, um, black rappers. Well, he'll, he'll show, he'll show you these suburban, um, white kids showing their ass and they'll right. be like the, the rappers, the number one supporter. Um, he'll show you in every episode where you have crowds gone crazy. It's a white person doing something ridiculous in a public place. Um, the so focuses only on black people because it mostly focuses on his relationship with his grandfather, his brother, and their neighbor Ruckus. Mm-hmm.
0: But and um he he did he did have that episode on uh, uh Tyler Perry that mysteriously disappeared. From what I heard, uh, Tyler Perry wasn't too happy. he must he was too happy about that.
1: Uh, or maybe the people maybe maybe the people that enabled Tyler Perry to be to, to make films. And, of course, his films are profitable, and they can be funny. But, you know, Tyler Perry. (laughs) The bigger point that I'm making, okay, none of our, if if you think about it, okay, none of our black moguls and icons are truly independent, okay, from Jay-Z to Oprah to Tyler Perry. None of them are truly independent. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, they have to go to people behind the scenes, check writers, okay? Uh, Mm -hmm. Jay-Z has shown, and I'm a Jay-Z fan from the very beginning, okay? But people evolve, and I'm just disappointed in the state of affairs. I see that Kevin Powell is going after R. Kelly. And then I saw somebody on Twitter who I I don't even have an account. I, I lurk. But his name is Curtis Schoon, and um, you should follow him. He's real, he's real smart. But basically what he said is that, you know, it's real easy to go after R. Kelly. But what about the people that enable R. Kelly to make him? you know, that, that make money off of R. Kelly, that promote him and keep him in people's faces? And it seems like we're too quick to condemn one of our own, and I'm not defending anything R. Kelly's doing, but R. Kelly exists. And any of these people that I mentioned, they exist at, at the whims of people that we don't see
4: I'm and don't sorry. hear. I'm sorry, I hate to cut you off. off of them. But I hate to cut you off, but the people that are promoting R. Kelly simply could not promote him. If his fans mostly um, black women in their 30s and 40s, there are tons of people who are much more famous, had much better careers than R. Kelly, and when the public turned against them, it ruined their careers. No matter how hard the PR and marketing was, those people are responsible for R. Kelly's success. The diehard loyalty of his fans who don't care about the fact that he was abusing and exploiting teen girls, that is what's responsible for his success. And they had every right to go after R. Kelly and those who supported his music by buying those records and concert tickets.
1: Well, there's no absolutes, and, and your point's well taken. Okay. Well, uh, we See, I wasn't. Call, I, wasn't I, just, I just disagree, but I wasn't a troll call. I
3: understand. But, but you I know, gave no, an inte- no, I gave no, an, I
1: gave an intelligent viewpoint from a, a different perspective, and I was agreeable and nice. But that doesn't mean the next one 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 call might not do anything wild. But I, yeah, I'm, that's I'm what not. I'm.
0: That's what I'm normally. That's what I'm, no. I, I normally. See well, I, I, commend yeah. you for ta- I commend
1: you for taking. I commend you for taking a chance. You, you you look behind the door, and at least it, you, no one was harmed.
0: Cool, cool. <laughs> well, I appreciate your call, man. You take care. I've, I've, have a nice weekend. I've,
1: you
4: too.
0: Bye-bye. All right. Okay, and uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, as always, take a chance to listen to the other BFT uh, family shows. Um, if you are uh, any on Facebook and you're friends with any one of us, we do promote our shows and each other's shows so that you're aware of what's going on here. Uh, the next show coming up will be Kim's show, uh, Black Freethinkers, which is going to air at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I don't remember the topic off the top of my head, but as always, it's going to be a good one. It's all, She's always got some good shows coming up. Um, and um, everybody else, you know, everybody else is, uh, you know, you got Raina's RSS feed and, uh, the breakbeat, and you know uh, Vita's uh, on blast, and we we try to keep these the, these shows coming with some variety, so you can get some information and hear some good shit and maybe learn a thing or two. What you got to say there, yeah?
4: Uh, all I have to say is listen to Vita's show, listen to MC Brooks' show, um, listen to Albert's show, listen to everyone's show, and have a great weekend. And because we won't be back for another two weeks, happy holidays, everyone and will it be New Year in two weeks?
0: Yeah, well, Shit, I happy think New so.
3: Year. Happy right. New Year. Right, yeah, so
0: even if you are, um, no matter what you celebrate, have a nice happy holiday, Christmas, New Year's, whatever, be safe, and don't speed because you know them boys going to be out pretty damn thick.
4: Please don't take and drive. Gotta... Please don't text and drive. I'll... Don't do stuff right. while driving pretty much.
0: Right, right. Also, I gotta mention, just 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 uh, to back us up, the Game of Thrones opening um, scene is uh, um, owned by HBO and their creators and whatnot. I do not own that. The ending theme I'm about to play is owned by Stars and their people. I don't own that either. So, just, connect, just uh, no copyright intention is in no copyright infringement is intended. All that good stuff. With that being said, y'all be safe and enjoy yourself, and we'll see you next time.
4: All right. Have a great night, everyone. Bye.